examining the relationship between America and capitalism as a product of its religious roots. Modern America and Religion In recent decades, it has become increasingly evident that a unique relationship exists between America and the faith. US citizens remain active participants in the ceremonies and public dedication which characterises traditional religion, a cultural element which is absent in most other first world countries. This dedication is a consistent aspect of everyday public life within the USA. For example, their national holidays tend to fuse together religiosity and America's history. Thanksgiving, Labor Day and the 4th of July are all instances when individuals within the United States are encouraged to use religion to reaffirm their commitment to America's development. It is also noticeable within the country's daily routines, such as the Pledge of Allegiance, saying grace and God bless America as a common saying. The focal points of these occasions correspond to what many would describe as the core moral code of the United States, which holds an arguably sacred status alongside traditional religious guidelines and more specifically Christianity. Essentially, one is used to reaffirm the other. The two exist as largely interchangeable concepts in the American consciousness. Allegiance to one is a kind of virtue signaling that you, by association, subscribe to the other. This helps cast an image of innate superiority in the minds of the American public. The decision to define oneself as American must manifest as a unanimous set of values, without exception. People are expected to participate in the same holidays, public rituals, and visit the same sacred spaces, such as Lady Liberty or the White House. These venues attribute a quality of divine purity to America as a civilised nation, which is coated with a capitalist drive, and can be defined, therefore, as almost a paradise. The same tactics are utilised by by American citizens to gain admiration that religious organisations often use to gain and maintain subscribers. America asserts that its importance on hard work for the sake of economic prosperity is the best way of achieving a fulfilled life. And if an individual conforms to this set of guidelines for long enough, with the right degree of obedience, they will inevitably achieve the American dream. The United States was founded on the same structural foundations as its main religious ideology, the Christian faith, as this episode will soon examine. The promise of eventual absolute peace, whether spiritual or financial, is a core aspect of America's ideology. The suggestion that they are fused together supports the notion that any new part of the country's capitalist landscape will be somewhat influenced by a potentially outdated moral code of religion which does not exist anywhere else in the Western world today. But what does this say about capitalism? Despite its ties to what we might define with some assurance as the conservative through its religious roots, America is often branded as the poster child of capitalism, and by extension the postmodern era. Not only this, but it often dominates the global cultural landscape in many ways. For instance, the concept of Disneyfication is traditionally a sociological term, The common understanding of this term is that something is transformed into a more commercialised version of its original organic form. The term mostly focuses on things that traditionally wouldn't be capitalised on. For example, an environmental landscape or a particular cultural background. Essentially, something is taken from its most organic form and is morphed into something more solidly understood as family-friendly and profitable and is more easily defined by specific stereotypical standards in a broad industry. But ultimately, these interpretations are consistently inauthentic because they are a commercialised product. As the name suggests, this term refers to the American Disney Company, 
which has arguably become the most iconic brand in the world as it is spread across the globe and has morphed into a far-reaching corporation. It is cemented as one of the most enduring and translatable companies, which the majority of entertainment marketing is now judged against because of how restrictive and consistent its branding is when it comes to characters, films, and even theme parks. It is assumed that we all know what Disney is and what it means in the sense in the same sense that we know what Christianity means, it is understood as an obvious and well-defined set of religious beliefs. It is synonymized with right-wing conservatism just as Disney is synonymized with capitalist success. Examining the more general characteristics of media, we can point to the global art of parody as further evidence of America's relationship to capitalism being linked to its religiosity. The most consistently parodied moments are either moments of American history or are the result of materials created by American minds when we're looking at parody in most modern media. For example, 9-11 in particular, anything vaguely resembling the attack is auto-corrected into a direct reference to that particular incident, regardless how dissimilar it is, how obscure the imagery is, or when the, um, the content was actually made. This is also something that's pretty evident with the US presidents, like Trump, Bush, Nixon, and even Obama, who have all been the focus of mockery from an international audience for a prolonged period, and this position of mockery has passed along with each new person who has entered office without exception. In the United States, American politics is understood in isolation from international policy as something which should be important to everyone. The notion that they are the leaders of the free world is subconsciously absorbed, regardless of how international policy may or may not be affected by a particular president and his own views and priorities. This is similar to how Christianity is understood as a common form of religion, which we all should understand and take into account, and we are all assumed to be a part of unless we actively opt out of it. Yet evidently, America doesn't embrace opposers to its ideology in the same way that it expects the rest of the world to. The social media trend of pointing out that Americans lack basic world knowledge, possess extreme prejudice, or are generally ignorant has swept the internet and social media. Sometimes this takes the form of Americans mocking other Americans. The butts of the joke are usually those citizens who conform to this traditional image of rampant religious conservative. The institutional media has attempted to absorb this external mockery and profit off it, in alignment with the capitalist need to continually evolve to generate further income. Materials are a satirical reflection of prejudices which are understood to be rife in America. For example, the Simpsons characters embody and exaggerate America's unrealistic perceptions of other groups. LGBTQ+, other religions, other races, other nations are all examples of this. The prejudice and tension examined by such programs is arguably the result of growing plurality. Globalization, namely the technological advances, has led to splintering of the unity which America was founded upon. This discriminatory attitude isn't something America seeks to change because it sustains competitive elements started in the wake of religious pluralism, for aka the reason the founding fathers left England in the first place to start a new settlement, reaffirming their dedication to God in the form that they felt was the most pure and organic. The need to be the best by remaining modern and the desire to sustain traditional religious ideological elements causes a continual fluctuation between two binaries of thought that exist in the USA. Perceived attack. This binary of thought inevitably results in conflict between two extremes. Definitions of what constitutes attack have broadened beyond the basic differences in opinion, which, which uh, legitimated violent, volatile responses in the past. This leniency is true of most first world countries. 
For instance, having a Tory government doesn't evoke much day-to-day violence and disruption beyond social media outbursts or occasional containable clashes in small groups. But within America, danger remains a relative fluctuating concept which is always anticipated. The competitive nature of capitalism heightens the need for ultimate supremacy and absolute dedication, which is required by traditional religious foundations like Christianity. When something signaling diversity arrives, it is translated by the conservative religious subconsciousness that exists within the majority of American spaces into a battleground for supremacy. All societies have a myriad of opinions, but the USA brands this almost as terrorism just for existing. For example, Obama was elected and then Trump was elected. Black Lives Matter protests became of national interest and importance after years of far-right domination at the hands of Trump's government. And hard-nosed policies designed to cut down on the diversity and liberality which enabled a black man to be elected president also arrived in the wake of Obama's leaving the White House. Progression causes them to double down. It always seems to be a case of two steps forward, one steps back in terms of the United States social policy and attitudes. To summarize, America defines itself in equal measure as deeply religious and deeply capitalist, having benefited in some way from adherence to both ideological perspectives. The routine nature of engagement with religion over the years has become an extension of capitalist thought. The importance of daily servitude, striving for a euphoric afterlife, is substituted for a life of active obedience to a social environment fueled by economic resources. Instead of spiritual fulfillment, individuals now grapple for financial success they are assured by a supposedly meritocratic system that they deserve. But only the USA embraces both metanarratives so readily. Attempts to denote this set of values are condemned as terrorist or gradually integrated and morphed into a form of self-awareness. What began as a nation singularly defined by its religious roots evolved into a general desire to assert itself as worthy of recognition and reverence for enduring hardship. Essentially, the same dedication required to forge America in the face of dimming religious importance is labelled by the country itself as the same drive enabling the modern-day United States to be a highly influential and economically successful global superpower.